Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. If you've just joined us, it's Eid Play Love with Taslima Ali. And mashallah, was it not just absolutely wonderful to watch in Kanda yesterday as we saw history being made as Islam was formally endorsed by the Zulu Kingdom, mashallah. Well, mashallah, our delegates from the executive of the MJC were over and many other delegates too for this absolutely amazing event, mashallah. And joining us soon will be Sheikh Ihsan Talib as well as Molana Abdul Fattah Kar. So, mashallah, that's coming up for the next hour. Very excited about that. But I'm going to greet Molana in the meanwhile. Asalaamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh, Molana. Wa Alaikum Asalaam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh, Sister Taslima. And Asalaamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi to the esteemed listeners of Voice of the Cape. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Well, mashallah, absolutely beautiful to have watched it yesterday on TV, but it must have been totally different having to be there, uh, Maulana. Alhamdulillah, um, it was a, a, a wonderful and historic occasion. Um, and I think by way of introduction to the esteemed listeners of, of Voice of the Cape, it was uh, an historic occasion uh, due to the magnitude of uh, of it and the amount of preparation that went into it, as well as the organization of the different ulama and uh, the different organizations that came together, worked together, networked, assisted each other uh, to actually have it at such a magnitude, uh, looking at uh, at least 10,000 people that attended, alhamdulillah. And it was a, a wonderful showcase for Islam. Uh, it was a gathering with the Mkizi family, uh, more specifically Mulana Abbas Mkizi and his brother Mulana Musa Mkizi. Uh, they are a family of the Zulu uh, tribe and Zulu nation and they had Islam as their religion. They presented it to the king and uh, it was endorsed by, by their king, the king of the Zulu mon- uh, monarch. And it has happened before. It has been accepted by the king, but it has never happened at this mag- uh, at this magnitude and and with such a great attendance, and with such protocol being observed. Alhamdulillah. So it took place in a in a, a place called Baba Nango, uh, in the Zulu Kingdom, and it's uh, quite a distance from the town of Nkandla. Um, so it's a different town altogether. But I think the more famous town in our minds is Nkandla, so it was referred to as that. And if we have to look at the proceedings that took place and we ended up with um, the arrival of the king, a short private gathering with the leaders of tribal leaders, the princes of the Zulu monarch, as well as the various leaders of the ulama that were present. Notably amongst them, our esteemed president, Sheikh Irfan Abrams, Allah grant him a long life in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Amen. And the president of the United Ulama Council of South Africa, Sheikh Hassan Talib, also from Cape Town. Allah grant him a long life in the obedience of Allah Jalla wa'ala. Mm-hmm. Also in attendance was uh, Molana Ibrahim Bam, the Secretary General of the Jamiatul Ulama Gauteng, formerly known as the uh, uh, Jamiatul Ulama South Africa, as well as Mufti Zubair Bayat from the, uh, the organization called the Darul Ihsan, a very well-known organization in the Durban, uh, in the Durban area. There were obviously buses at, uh, to the tune of 18 buses that left from the Gauteng region. There were many other buses that left from KwaZulu-Natal itself. It is quite a, a distance to travel from Durban. It takes three and a half to four hours, um, most of it on Todd Road and the last uh, 13 to 15 kilometers on Gravel Road. So it was quite a, a, a task getting there in the first place. We can imagine that uh, Muslims left from Pretoria the day before, from Johannesburg the day before, from Durban before, uh, before Fajr already. 
people were all and all the roads were leading to Nkandla or more specifically Babanango. Uh, and um, the tent was full and the whole Nkisi family was there. Um, many of these uh, dignitaries had attended. Uh, they um, gave speeches before the king. Uh, there was also quite a, a diplomatic corps present, the the ambassadors of Kuwait, the ambassador of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, um, the ambassador of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, the ambassador of Kuwait, um, the ambassador of Egypt, they were all in attendance, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. And they also spoke a few words, they were represented by one of the ambassadors. And, and, and very pertinent inputs were made on stage by many of the ulama uh, before the, the, the king um, obviously gave his address. And I think what is very important for us to understand is that the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a universal religion. And uh, Sheikh Hassan Talib, the president of the United Ulama Council of South Africa, made a very pertinent example. And he gave the example of the deen of Allah as that of pure flowing water. And as that water flows, you see through the water and you see the, uh, the, you see the river bed itself. If the river bed is of sand, sand will be visible to you. If the riverbed is of rock, it will be visible to you. So the water that flows over remains pure, and you can see what is beneath it, and therefore we should not attach a culture to Islam. <laughs> so you will have a, a, a Muslim who comes from the San people or the Khoi people, and he will be a Muslim praying his salah, um, uh, reciting the Quran, but he will have a culture that is unique to him and his people. He will have a Muslim from the, from the Zulu nation who will have a culture that is unique to him. But that pureness and that purity and that pristine pureness of Islam will be found in him living Islam. But there will be that, that, cultural, uh, that cultural heritage that he will hold on to, which Islam makes allowances for, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. We need to go in for a quick ad break. Inshallah, when we come back, we'll get to we'll hear more about this wonderful historical event, inshallah. Eat, pray, love. With Taslima Ali. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. If you've just joined us, we're talking about the making of history yesterday, mashallah, at Nkandla, as Islam was formally endorsed by the Zulu Kingdom. In studio with me at this moment is Molina Ka from the executive of uh, the MJC. So Molina, just before the break, you were walking us through the, the, the day's events, which just sounds absolutely wonderful. And mashallah, dignitaries from around the world came to actually honor this event. Jazakumullah khairan and once again assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to all our esteemed listeners alhamdulillah may Allah grant um, uh, and honor each and every one of us for serving the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and may Allah grant sincerity in everything that each and every one of us does amin thumma amin yes it was a, a very significant and, and um, a very memorable day alhamdulillah and our, our Honorable President Sheikh Rifan Abrams, Hafizahullah wa Ra'a, um, with the reluctance that uh, Sheikh Rifan has to, to be out of Cape Town as he wants to do most of the work in Cape Town, Alhamdulillah, he has understood this event to be of such importance that it would mean that even himself as the President of the Muslim Judicial Council, albeit reluctantly, would also have to go to um, and travel the distance to be in um, Babanango, to be in KwaZulu-Natal, uh, to witness the presentation of Islam uh, for endorsement by the King of the Zulu Monarch, um, King Goodwill Zulatini. It is one of the protocols that we learned as we, as we went along, that the King is never addressed in, uh, by his name. 
is always um, he is always addressed by his title, and the members that are around him. Uh, I observed myself that when speaking to the king, most of them would be on their knees when speaking to the king, and it's something which which it, it's almost as if it jumps out of a out of a history book or out of a, a story when you hear about it, and the kind of uh, saluting the king that is done and the respect that's shown for the royal family uh, is something to be witnessed uh, to realize the reality that there are still kingdoms. The Zulu monarch is there and the Zulu obviously have a, a long history in South Africa. And what is very, very interesting was uh, the king himself uh, speaking of the origins and he spoke about generations ago when they came from Central Africa, Sudan, and from there they came to settle down in South Africa and, 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 and that was about 10 generations up. So um, the, the actual presentation of Islam, it culminated in this, in this wonderful and beautiful event of which would, there were many highlights. But I would have to uh, emphasize and even overemphasize that one of the, one of the unprecedented uh, consequences of, of such a gathering was the cooperation and the working together of many organizations whether they are in the humanitarian sphere, whether they are judicial and theological in nature, um, coming together, working towards a common goal. There are a lot of logistics involved just to have a tent to house 10,000 people. That's besides a secondary tent. And it's not a market that was put up. It's a, a an aluminum structure that is clothed in this tent fabric, uh, which is quite expensive. But just to point the amount of work that went into it, the amount of coordinating, working together. And this was one of the points that was made by uh, the delegates as they spoke, alhamdulillah. Um, as one of the highlights of, of, of the trip was, or one of the highlights of this occasion was when the mother of Mullah Abbas Mkizi and Mullah Musa Mkizi, they are a few uh, siblings, of them two are ulama. They are, are Zulu, born Zulu, their mother accepted Islam. Their mother, um, we call her Mam Kize. Allah grant a long life in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. She spoke at this occasion. And I think indeed there is a wonderful lesson for all of us. And the ulama, they were, they were uh, uh, astounded and very happy at, at, at learning how a, a lady can how a lady changes something, how a mother when she has determination, she conveyed to us her acceptance of Islam. She married a Muslim and she told her husband that I do not want to become Muslim for you. If I become Muslim it will be for myself. And she made dua for those authors who write these small booklets on how to pray the transliteration of the Quran, how to take wudu and she learned by herself Islam how to pray, how to make salah, how to take wudu. She learned uh, Suratul Ikhlas, Suratul Falak, Suratul Nas, Surah Fatiha from these small booklets. And she mended, mentioned it twice or thrice, how she thanked those and she asked and requested that whoever is writing these small booklets, they should continue because they don't realize how far it impacts on the lives of others. And, and one day, uh, she just spoke to her husband and she told her husband, you have to come see something. She called her husband and um, she <coughs> prayed Two raka'ats of salah. When she prayed two raka'ats of salah, her husband was astounded uh, for she had learned all this on her own. And after she had prayed two raka'ats of salah with reciting Surah Fatiha and the Surah after Surah Fatiha, and then she told her husband, now I want to accept Islam. Now I'm ready to accept Islam. And then she raised children from amongst the children. There are two ulama who have graduated 
uh, and are, are holders of degrees in Islamic higher learning, as well as one alima, one of her daughters as well, has graduated with a degree in higher Islamic learning, alhamdulillah, and they are, are propagating Islam, and they are calling people towards Islam, and as they have lived the Islam, they have sought endorsement by their king. The king in his presentation uh, was obviously very open about it, that he invites all uh, and welcomes all religions, and in his palace he also invited us to come uh, in the future and to pray like others would come and pray at the different occasions that they have within the Zulu monarchy and in their culture and their tradition. One of the other um, presentations were, uh, which were done, uh, it was by Mulana Ibrahim Bam, Hafidahullah Wara'a, the Secretary General of the Jami'iyatul Ulama South Africa, and he made a very uh, impassioned plea uh, to all present. And the gist of his plea was that it cannot be that we live in a country where some prosper and others live in abject poverty. And his plea was that either we all prosper together or we all are going to suffer together. If it's going to be that there are the few who prosper and others are left in abject poverty, history shows us it is not something which is sustainable. Something is going to give. And therefore his impassioned plea was that we work together, uh, united, in calling towards the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as well as looking at the at look, looking at the rights that our that our, our fellow citizens have over us and he made a very impassioned plea in this regard obviously all these talks had taken place before the before the lecture of the king Mulan Abbas Imkizi and his brother Mulan Musa uh, Mulan Abbas Imkizi made his presentation most of it was done in, in the Zulu language and it was amazing to see uh, students uh, our Zulu brothers uh, singing the praises of Allah and salawat upon Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, not only in the Zulu language, but in the Zulu style itself. And this might sound strange to somebody, you know, hearing a, for example, a nasheed, we say a qasida in Zulu. Somebody might have a smile on their faces, van wat di maulana, a nasheed in Zulu. And then we begin to understand that this is Islam. Islam, you can sing the praises of Allah and Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Koza, in Zulu, in Afrikaans, in Malay, Indonesian, Chinese. Can, and this is the, tapest, the rich tapestry of Islam. And these are the cultures which Islam, which Islam tolerates and Islam condones as long as it does not go against the principles of the deen of Allah jalla wa'ala. So it was amazing and something novel to witness Islam and uh, young children in Zulu singing the praises of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending salawat upon Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Mullah Abbas Imkizi obviously also called to called the king towards the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is a, a, a very important point uh, for this is the history of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the sixth year of the Hijrah after the treaty of Hudaybiyah now that there was peace and peace had been established through the treaty of Hudaybiyah, now Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sent messengers to kings and he sent them, they would say, Ana Rasulu Rasulillah, I am the messenger of the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to the king of Negus Abyssinia and to the kings of the Byzantine Empire and the Persian Empire. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he would send messengers to kings and here, alhamdulillah, in South Africa, where there is a monarch, a Zulu kingdom, and there is a king, we have those who are calling that king also towards the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And uh, to, to many of our listeners, we might have heard before that uh, Africa has, a, has a, an old relationship with Islam. 
and an historic relationship with Islam. And this was a point also mentioned by one of, of those who, who gave a presentation. And uh, mention was made of it that at the time when there was torture and persecution in, Mad- in Makkah al-Mukarramah and Muslims were looking for a refuge, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu wasallam sent so two groups of people. The first group, um, very little of them, went to Abyssinia and there was a king Najashi, King Negus of Abyssinia. And if you look at it, this is in the beginning stages of Islam, the fifth year of Islam, of life in Makkah al-Mukarramah. This is before the Hijrah, before Islam came to Medina al-Munawwara. Islam gained refuge. So they, they left for Abyssinia. They came to King Najashi, Negus of Abyssinia. He granted them refuge. And a, a second group of about 83 people went also to Abyssinia. A sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum. In them was Sayyidina Uthman ibn Affan radiallahu ta'ala anhu and the daughter of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. They also traveled to Abyssinia and they gained refuge in Abyssinia and they could live in Abyssinia. And some companions lived in Abyssinia for years until after even the Battle of Badr. So we see, look at this historical link with the African continent that Africa gave refuge and protection to Islam even before Medina was there to give protection to the deen of Allah, Rabbul wal Jalal. So we can see that this historical link was made to give us the understanding of the role that Africa play, played in the protection of Islam, alhamdulillah. And here in a South African context, we have our ulama and we have our Muslim brothers and sisters and our, non, our NGOs, non-governmental organizations, and we have our ulama and we have the ordinary laypersons, humanitarian organizations all coming together pooling the resources, networking with each other, cooperating with each other, and being able to host such an event. And therefore it is uh, an event that should stand out. The presentation of Islam, and in there speaking high of Allah, sending salawat Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, having a king recognize Islam, and he explicitly mentioned his understanding and his recognition of Islam, not acceptance of Islam, but the recognition of Islam and how those of whom who live under him in his kingdom as the king, he recognizes them and their practice of Islam. It is something which is huge for us. It, it has happened in the past, but not at the scale. So therefore, historically, um, we could say it has never happened at at, at on such a scale with in this magnitude although it has happened before but the kind of presentation that we have seen um, yesterday alhamdulillah is something which is which is highly recommended which is praiseworthy and we, we obviously have to thank Allah Jalla wa'ala as well as we have to thank all those who have played a hand in, in, in bringing something like this into existence in working together and putting shoulder to the wheel arranging all the buses we have to arrange four or five buses for, a, for an occasion it becomes something which is uh, it's it's difficult it's not a something easy pass. to be done mm-hmm. and if you have to do it four hours out and people have to drive from before Fajr yet Alhamdulillah it was done and it was a beautiful thing and when we hear uh, the whole Imkizi family of the Zulu nation and they sing the praises of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and their Islam and you see how how, how an African person uh, Zulu and the stature and the kind of bearing with which they hold themselves and how proud they are of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is something which which obviously warms the heart alhamdulillah so we can see from this that um, Africa is dear to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the African continent it gave refuge and protection to the deen of Allah to the deen of Islam and to the companions of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam even before Madinatul Munawwara 
going to kings, sending messengers to kings. This was the sunnah of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We see how our, the seniors of our country, you have the president of the Muslim Judicial Council, Sheikh Irfan Abrams, you have the president of the United Ulama Council of South Africa, an umbrella body which consists of the major theological bodies in South Africa. The current president is Sheikh Ihsan Talib, Hafizahullah uh, wa ra'a, Allah grant him a long life in the obedience of Allah. Its former president is Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, Allah grant him uh, a long life in the obedience of Allah Jalla wa ala. We have the senior representatives of humanitarian organizations. Zainul Abidin of Awqaf, South Africa was there. We had the Muslim media. Um, we had Radio Islam International, Channel Islam International, ITV, besides the other broadcasters that were there. And uh, anybody who had exposure to those uh, platforms would have witnessed firsthand and the crowd, Ya Allah Subhanallah. Uh, the tent is, I've never seen a tent as big as that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, I have seen tents as big as that. But it, it, it happens very rarely. It's not something you see all the time. Uh, the tent could hold 10,000 people and it was filled to capacity. When sure. the, the dignitaries made their way in, uh, the seats on the stage were obviously very limited and they were for the ambassadors and for the presidents of the MJC and the UXA and uh, the other dignitaries. They had to bring in the rows of chairs extra to make way for the, the royal families as well as the other ulama that were there and the other dignitaries. That were there, it was full to capacity, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. And um, it was a beautiful showcase for Islam, and it was something which was uh, a wonderful event. And the intention was da'wah to call towards Allah, and this is the purpose of our lives. We have to call towards the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The deen of Allah is not for the for the Malay or for the Indian or for the Chinese, Chinese person alone. The deen of Allah is a universal religion. So uh, many Muslims of different cultures can come together and we can practice the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I can be um, uh, hymning a nasheed in Afrikaans I can be making the ratibul haddad in the in the tune and the lagu which I know and somebody else will come and they will say they will also send salawat to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and him it in a tune that they know their tune might have African origins my tune might have Yemeni origins others might have Arab origins others might have Indian origins but what are we doing? We are doing salawat upon Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or others of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it reminds me, uh, Sister Taslima, of when a person goes to Makkah al-Mukarramah on the wonderful journey of Hajj, all those who have been accredited, Allah grant them a Hajj Makbul and Mabrur, Allah is for them. Uh, all the preparations for Hajj, Amin Thumma Amin. If a person sometimes just sits on the road and we hear the talbiyah of the hujjaj as they are coming past. So now the... Uh, the Hajj from maybe from Yemen comes past and he has a distinct way of saying Labbaik Allahumma Labbaik and then you will have the South African coming past the Kryptonian and you will have a distinct different way of saying exactly the same words Labbaik Allahumma Labbaik you'll find the uh, the Chinese Muslim coming past and his Labbaik will be the same words but just a different tone, a different tune, a different timbre to the voice and you will be able to make it out that this is the same words but this Muslim comes from a different background, will have a different culture, comes from a different region but he is a Muslim on the kalima la ilaha illallah then you will have uh, the American Muslim coming along and he will be a uh, saying the talbiyah exactly the same words in a totally different tune and then you realize the universal 
the universal nature of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I think that is something which, which comes out strongly, alhamdulillah. Uh, we respect those whom Allah jalla wa has given authority in a land or amongst a people. And it was an eye-opener to see the respect with which a king is held in his monarch. Something which we might not be exposed to on a, on a daily basis or even every now and then. But it was something to behold and to witness to see how people respect the king and how they have uh, that kind of obedience towards a king and the injunctions which the king obviously uh, um, uh, gives and with which, which he delivers. It was uh, something which uh, ulama have encouraged us to do and something which we hope inshallah Aziz can be replicated for mm-hmm. he is not the only monarch in the country. There are other kings as well, the kings of the Sun people, the kings of the Kosa people and the presentation of Islam and calling towards Islam is our obligation. So we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah accept the sacrifice of all those who have made these sacrifices and all those organizations who have worked together to bring uh, this to reality. And we make dua that Allah grant our president, the esteemed Sheikh Irfan Abrams, long life in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Amen. and the foresight which has displayed uh, over the past, alhamdulillah, That's that we may, may benefit from that hikmah, that wisdom and, and that foresight well into the future. And all the other ulama that were represented there, the president of the United Ulama Council of South Africa, the Jamiyat and other ulama organizations like the Darul Ihsan and um, um, one of our hosts Alhamdulillah, Sheikh Walid Asadi, Allah grant him all long lives in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, may Allah accept their services of the deen of Allah Allah grant them and each and every one of us sincerity in everything that we do, may Allah open the hearts of those who have not yet accepted Islam, Allah open their hearts towards Islam and may they also become reciters of the kalima la ilaha illallah may Allah make us of those who love each other for the pleasure of Allah and may our hearts be free of any dislike towards those who profess the kalima la ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam MashaAllah. Mawlana, say shukran so much. A wonderful insight into this history that took place yesterday and also a great understanding of the universal love for the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I need to say shukran so much for joining us on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. I know that it's been extremely busy for the MJC and to be able to avail yourself to coming into studio. May Allah accept and Allah grant sincerity. Amin thumma amin. And the sacrifices come from our families they sacrifice Indeed. when ulama travel it is their wives and their children who who, who who stay in their absence at home may Allah grant them the greatest of rewards Amin 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 Shukran so much of course the voice of Maulana Abdul Fatah of the Muslim Judicial Council Shukran so much uh, Maulana Assalamu alaikum Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh